Nikki, Nikki, she's the best. She's the favoriteest, bestest Nikki in the world. <laughs> hey, I like I like that. You did it today. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Avatar the First Viewing. A podcast where an Avatar expert and an Avatar first time watcher come together and we watch the whole series. I am your Avatar newbie, Peter. Hello, my name is Nikki and I am the fact checker director. And director. We love Nikki. Uh, we Every day, every episode, we love her very much. Yeah. And we are on episode five, titled The King of... Wait. Omashu. The King of Omashu. Omashu. The King of Omashu. That is an immediate fact check. But it's immediately rectified because Nikki just gave me the hand wave and said it, that is correct. It is the... Oh, no, I didn't. oh she oh, didn't. But that, is <laughs> but that is correct. Yeah, I knew it. King of Omashu. So we always start off every episode with the newbie recap. So, Peter, why don't you go ahead and give us your recap? Yep, yep. Oh, baby. Newbie recap. Let's go. Um, this episode was very funny. It was super self-contained, wrapped in a bow. Basically, uh, Team Avatar... Uh, goes to this Earth Kingdom, I guess, kingdom. I I don't know. A city called Omashu. Yeah. The episode is titled King of Omashu. They go in, and it's pretty fortified. There's, like, guards, like, guarding the kingdom. Aang says it's super chill mm-hmm. there, but, like, you can definitely tell it's gotten a little bit more militant. Yep. Um, but the Fire Nation is not there. They appear to have repelled yes. them so far. Yeah, it, it, it's all, everything is tinted in green, the entire episode, including the <laughs> uniforms, the lighting, the backdrop, everything. Obviously, Aang being Aang, the first thing he does is, you know, use these kind of channel systems that they use for moving cargo as a slide. Mm-hmm. So after sliding, he gets uh, caught by the guards and summoned to the king, who surprisingly says, give him a feast. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, I'll challenge you to three challenging challenges of challengingness. Third thing is like, oh, you must duel one of these airbenders. Aang thinks he's being smart. Yeah. And he points, yeah. or earthbenders. He, Aang thinks he's being smart and points at the old king mm-hmm. who takes off his like cloak and is this and jacked he, dude. He like his body morphs as he does that. At the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is classic anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have this really awesome fight. You see earth uh, bending moves using like eight different ways for the first time. I love it. Um, and then, you know, at the end he says, okay, now final test is to guess my name and ang like thanks for a bit and he's like oh it's fucking boomy um and then they like hug it out and stuff yeah um that's the episode it's fun yeah uh overall thoughts yeah overall thoughts um i thought it was a little bit like i want a little bit more lore and less like less like you know self-contained sweet episode like a lot of times what like younger anime does is we -hmm. set up a great premise and then we'll do, like, a bunch of self-contained, like, fun adventures that have nothing to do with the overall narrative and lore yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And then come back to it. I don't think this is quite that because it introduces a lot about air, uh, earthbending. Yeah. And, like, does show you a flashback. Like, we learned that it's pretty clear that Aang was pretty widely traveled even before um, mm-hmm. he, he, he froze, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they do give you a lot of information. And it was just... A lot of fun just to watch. Again, I loved it from the beginning. The penguin sledding, the, uh, the, the different the, adventures he does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, yeah, or, or, or like the, uh, the koi riding. 
this episode right. was the the sled the sliding. Yeah, he, it was he great. always wants to do something fun. Like every yeah. place he goes, it's like another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they did uh, foreshadow this. But to address what you said previously, uh, or at the beginning of this overall thoughts, this is kind of how the first season plays out. Is a lot of the episodes are just these self-contained stories because at this point um i feel like you kind of have to do that with the first season of a show like this because there's gonna be people that is watching this like reruns of this and they just need they just need to see the whole thing all in one and it's not until i think season two where this episode start beginning with previously on avatar uh, you don't get that in episode yeah on that's, season that's one because you don't yeah, really you don't need, need that. that yeah and i think you're right I don't know if it's because if as a kid I just didn't have the organization skills or like the maybe I was so scattered brain, but I feel like all these cable channels would play uh, cr- episodes chronologically for like ten episodes and then suddenly change the uh-huh. time slot and then I wouldn't know or like suddenly start over from the beginning of the season or something that happened to me multiple times yeah. with like Yu-Gi-Oh and like other things and I feel like I could never yeah. watch avatar back to back for some reason I don't, I don't know yeah i feel like i think they ended up just uh figuring out which episodes had a, like the higher ratings uh just and then just replaying them. those they didn't really care about the continuity aspect like yeah. they didn't they had those events that they'd be like uh, season two premiere haven't seen season one we're gonna marathon the whole season one right here on nickelodeon yeah how do, yeah, bam, 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 on out. Yeah, I forgot it for a second. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, for a long time, they would just play like random episodes from season one because you really didn't need that much context. You knew he was the avatar. He had the air on his head. You got that from the commercials. And then he has his little gang and they go and do fun adventures. Dude, that's a that's a great point. I think you're right because a uh, little factoid from Hulu. Your previous job. Yes, my previous for job. anyone who hasn't. Yeah. Um, what you see with... Uh, child like like kids show viewing behavior the repeat watching of these kids show episodes are crazy mm-hmm. it's um like because on average like a regular drama you'd get a view through rate of like i don't know like 30 to like 80 percent yeah because a lot of people stop watching right yeah for for the office it's something like bigger than 100 percent because people yeah, rewatch it of course right for kids shows it's like 500 percent. oh my god it, it's because it, people yeah. like especially like peppa the pig and stuff oh yeah, yeah. kids just like watch the Every same day. episode yeah yeah oh i mean i time. did that too yeah. i mean i mean i've seen seasons one through three of spongebob like I don't know, so For many sure. times, so many For times, sure. at least every episode, at least 20 times. Yeah. Um, and I think um, mm-hmm. going to SpongeBob and this show again, like rewatching kids shows with like, like a, like meta watching it, like critiquing all the different things that they do with the visual cues and the scores and the pacing and yeah, yeah. things like that is like, there's a lot that goes into it. And you and I have talked about how uh, we both love Edgar Wright so much because he's mm-hmm. one of the few directors that does a lot of visual comedy. Oh, so much of it. And yeah. like, and like visual humor a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we agreed that like a lot of that is kind of dead or like at least not in vogue in mainstream blockbuster American oh, cinema. Totally. Yeah, but I do think it's alive and well in good children's animation. For sure. Sorry, what I was going to say before is that yeah, yeah. Um, when movies do do visual comedy, um, there's going to be a video essay from someone being yep. like, wow, Avengers Endgame had the best visual comedy just because there's that one <laughs> moment where Thor punches Hulk and it's yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, everyone should do this. It's so good. And they don't, no one does this anymore. 
You're right. What's his name? The guy that directed Ragnarok. He he's definitely bringing oh, a fresh Taika, take. Oh, sure. totally. Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Next part. You know what are? Oh wait, favorite, predictions. Uh, fav- uh, we can do. Pre- yeah, let's do predictions. 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 I mean, uh, this was so self-contained that the prediction for me is like they're gonna go off and do another adventure on another city. <laughs> that's slightly yeah, yeah, yeah. closer. Some of the Earth to, Kingdom, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's slightly closer to the North Pole. And Aang will probably have another fun slide type thing <laughs> and another hurdle, and he gets over it, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, my question is, if this guy's, like, one of the best earthbenders, like, why isn't he staying to train? But, like... Yeah, that was my immediate thing as well. Um, he's like, yeah. you should... You got to learn all the elements. Uh, I can't help you, but you should find an earthbender. <laughs> they don't want to do that yet. They, they can't settle yeah, down yeah, yeah. and, like, establish these characters too much in season one. Uh, yeah, they got they got to show you all the different parts of the universe. Yeah, they first. got they got to move quickly. It. I imagine we'll see more of Boomy. Yeah, I was gonna ask, what do you where, where do you think is gonna happen to him? I think that I mean he's a pretty classic archetype. Maybe this is the guy that I said like the Earthbender trainer was gonna be like a kooky I know Yoda yeah. type. Nick, Nikki actually called that out when we were watching. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think like this is probably the guy. Maybe he comes back to train Aang. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's old as hell, so I predict that there's going to be some battle moment where he sacrifices himself in some sense. Okay. I don't know. Right. But that's just super on a on a limb. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's going to happen, but right. I feel like it could be a possibility. And or then, he seems like the type to do so. Right. And then do you see anything happening? Uh, do you think they're going to come back to Omashu at any point? Or what's going to happen there? Maybe, like, way later, just because, like, at least in season one, they're they're... Pretty much traveling in a, oh, yeah. in a specific direction. They're not retreading any ground. So instantly. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I think uh, their paths have to cross some way. And as the king of Omashu, he probably doesn't leave Omashu much. So right. maybe they come back for the sake of training. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that, we'll, we'll move on to favorite scenes. Yep, yep. I'm going to bend the guideline a little bit. Okay. And give you favorite shots. Okay, perfect. I have, I have two favorite shots. And I would love to just nerd out with you and try to list all the visual comedy cues and bits that they did. Yeah. Just to rattle them off. But yeah. my two favorite visual things that they did, one, uh, this is the second time that they've done this where like super, super fast-paced montage. Mm-hmm. They pan to a very quiet, very still image. Yeah. They hold it. And then, boom, and then the fast thing, it. boom, yeah. goes through it. Uh, yeah. So they're, like they're, they're sliding down super fast and they're like rock sled. And then they cut sharp to this like military training group yeah and the general says something like expect the unexpected (laughs) yeah you have to be prepared prepared for anything in war yeah um and then then freeze frame it goes free the out of right screen you see the rock sled come super fast and then it goes freeze frame yeah and then there's a sound sound (laughs) and then they keep going I thought that was so good, dude. All it's missing is the, I bet you're wondering how we ended up in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, oh, that's so true. That's so true. If you guys are just listening to the podcast and not watching along, I recommend you go on just to watch this scene again. It's so good. The whole montage. The whole montage is Yeah, the whole montage is great. Um, So that's the first shot. Uh Uh-huh. Second shot that I loved is when Boomy is just like kicking up huge boulders off the ground and like flinging it around. Yeah. And there's one scene where he flings one and it comes back towards Aang mm-hmm. and Aang jumps and does this oh, backflip yeah. over the rock and it goes into this like fisheye. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's like super like 
like he's doing like a high jump kind of backwards yeah, yeah, yeah. high jump and he goes super close over the rock yeah and i just thought that was like Great homage to like I don't even know what just like different action shots kind of like, like the Matrix too when he's like yeah, limboing yeah. under the bullets you know yeah the bullet time yeah, yeah, thing. yeah 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 it was kind of like that it uh, was super stretched out like yeah it was great and it, I th- there's a lot of moments and so far now I'm I was kind of waiting to talk about this because yeah. in the past couple episodes there really hasn't been many, that many moments where there's like a very anime. Um, stylization of the characters um, yeah. where they like draw their faces like completely out of proportion but they had many nani. yeah like a nani that kind of thing where they go <laughs> oh and you see like the the sweat the big yeah, single yeah, yeah. sweat drip on their forehead yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah. really had that much any of that so far but they had a lot of shots where ang just makes a like a really like distressed face when like the yeah. boulders are flying at him he's like Ur! and he his yeah his yeah. whole face is contorted and when he's jumping over that rock his face with the fisheye effect he looks crazy yeah 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 some of my favorite things were i want to bring back up what you said before is that ang when we're talking about ang's fighting style being like jackie chan uh when he was fighting zuko on the ship for the first time i felt like the whole montage was kind of jackie chan like where he's always leaving like a wake of destruction behind him like especially when Uh there's a chase scene and they kind of did present it as a chase scene in certain times in the episode yeah like the swords the swords behind them yeah um, yeah, I just yeah. loved how um, goofy, how slapstick all of it was. Uh, that whole yeah. the whole montage really held up. The other th- favorite thing I really liked they had this recurring, like very subtle um, joke, where whenever <laughs> whenever anyone gives like a like a stupid dad joke because that's what Boomy does. They have that one yeah, guy yeah, in the yeah. background that coughs. He's like, <laughs> "Did you notice that?" Dude, I did not notice that. <laughs> yeah. What they did a that beautiful three times, Easter egg. Three times this episode. The Dude, f- that's a gem. Oh, yeah. my God. The first that time. That fills my heart. Yeah. It's like when he's like, uh, he's like, oh, where are you from? Kangaroo Island. Oh, I heard it's pretty hopping. And then there's an awkward silence. And then you hear yep. someone, presumably a guard, just go. <laughs> And then you hear it later on. That's so good, the episode. dude. That was, I yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. when I watched this for the first time, I actually, like, laughed out loud when, like, they did the cough over and over again. The, the cough yeah. <laughs> just takes it to another level. Yeah. And they, um, they did that again when he said the, oh, his name's Rocky. There's pause and then cough. Yep. It was so funny. Any critiques you have on this episode? Yep, yep. Uh, I think the only critique was... Just like it just felt weird that he didn't ask any yeah. help on earthbending. Yeah. But we talked about how it fits in the narrative of the show. Yeah, I agree with you. That is the major critique for me. Uh, the only other thing is like I, f- I feel stupid just saying this, but the cabbage man yeah. teleports a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, oh. They're not letting him in and then he's in with his cabbages. Yeah. Um, and then but I love I love all the, the gags and another that's yeah. another this this episode had a lot of the repeating gags Re- recalling recalls yeah, yeah. My it was like a very much uh, it was very much uh, a page out of the book of my leg yeah exactly exactly my leg. yeah that's the little z but yeah otherwise like this is one of my I think one of my favorite episodes um, definitely of season one um, yeah so yeah no major critiques for me do you have any bogus freshman year college essay thesis thesis yep yep uh my thesis my thesis my thesaurus um is that boomy was actually not sure that it was ang um and that he was doing the sphinx test 
uh-huh. to see if he should obliterate this imposter uh-huh. or invite him warmly as Aang. Okay. Because if it if he was super sure from the beginning, I think he would have fuck, I don't know. I think <laughs> I, I I think he had I think he pretty much knew, but I think he did it just like he did it to fuck with him, but also to like actually see like is this the avatar? Can he airbend? Right. Can is this the Aang that I know? Yeah. No, there's no explanation to why Aang would still be 12 years old to Boomy. He yeah, didn't yeah, know. yeah. He, for all he knows, this could just be another airbender guy, kid that survives. That looks very similar. It looks like Aang. Yeah, because Aang would have been an old man like Boomy. Thank you for filling my the the whole the gaping <laughs> hole in my argument. Yes. Yeah. He also it's been a hundred years since he saw the kid. Like his memory could be it's there. True. You know. For what it's worth, the kingdom looks like the pyramids. So another sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> oh, parallel. that's true. That's true. Yeah, it was pretty freshman year uh, uh, profound. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Another part of the fight that I really liked uh, was just seeing like this is a masterful. This is an Earthbender master, right? So you yeah. see him use his powers like a few different ways. The main one was he would stomp a big boulder would come out out of the ground and he would like drop kick it. Yeah. Um, forward t- towards people and send boulders hurling. Mm-hmm. He also did this thing where, like, he made like a rock wave come out. Yep. He made he like made quicksand that like um, Ang fell into. Mm-hmm. Um, when a boulder was sent back to Ang or back to uh, Boomy, he could obliterate it into dust. Mm-hmm. My favorite one was like he was like, "Oh, the battle's over," and then he just like trust falls <laughs> into the ground, but then like the ground just makes like. A uh, boomy shaped hole, <laughs> and then boomy just pops out on top of a balcony elsewhere. Yeah, I, I just thought that was super. It just tickled me in in like such a fun way. It's, he's sort of like a uh, like a tunneling with Earthbender. You could kind of be invisible, just tunneling under people. That's I feel like such a such a powerful tool for Earthbender. Yeah, if man. Masters to do that. Yeah, you know? it's like uh, it's like Le Million. Le, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I actually do kind of want to talk a little bit more about how um, Avatar describes and builds upon its magic system. So there's a couple essays out there talking about um, hard magic versus soft magic, right? Interesting. Um, Okay. So like soft magic would be um, like Lord of the Rings, Gandalf's powers, and even like Harry Potter. They don't really go into like, why does this work, right? And there's, yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, you flick your wrist, you say the magic word, boom. And there's no explanation of like, what is magic physically, right? Where a lot of yeah. other um, worlds of lore, like I really like how Full Metal Alchemist does it. And I love how. The, oh, my God. How, I love That's how, hardcore. Yeah. yeah. I love how the Witcher does it where like magic um, and using alchemy, whatever, is like not a it's not a like unlimited source of something you can draw upon. Like in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Witcher, it's like when, when you use magic, you're kind of depleting it from yourself. Like chaos, you're using chaos, which is, can destroy you if you use it too much. And in Full Metal Alchemist, uh, it's like you can't, certain things you can't do or else like, you know, there's the whole like equal and opposite kind of thing. You yeah, have to yeah, use yeah. materials, what's in the world. The comparison I want to make with my hero is that um, I love how they explain things, but like this is, I feel like an anime thing where they'll they have no problem whenever they introduce something new just stopping the whole story and being like okay let me show you how it works and then have the little drum beat yeah like kind of a chibi animation where there's yep. like the little sprites of the characters and it's like yeah and Lemilion is like i step just as you explained 
I have to turn yeah, off yeah, yeah. One, of, one of my hands. I put it through. Then I turn off the other hand. And they don't really do this in Avatar. It's more of like a mystical yeah, 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 kind yeah. of thing. So I feel like in terms of the hard to soft magic scale, I would put Avatar somewhere, somewhere not, I'd still consider it kind of hard magic, but not as much as these other ones. You know that, yeah. like, um, you know, Iroh is saying, like, the fire is from your breath. The water, you know, it's all grounded very much. It's not just some, you know, you flick your hand and it comes out. But yep. it is, um, it's not quite the, the what it is in, like, Full Metal Yeah, office. it seems grounded and, like, yeah, it seems rooted in, like, it doesn't feel cheap and, like, OP, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the, a lot of the benders get beat by non-benders in this in this series. Oh, really? I mean, that's we, super cool. We, I love that. We see this in, um, I, no, I'm just saying based on what we saw, like yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. the Kyoshi warriors, they had no problem taking care of the fire nation soldiers. It was just Zuko. That, oh, that's true. That seemed like Zuko himself is pretty, pretty powerful. Um, and they really haven't showed the extent of his power yet. Um, but yeah. he seems to be able to hold his own against pretty much anyone except Aang. Like even, yeah, yeah, even yeah. the other fire nation, uh, he won his Agni Kai against, um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? General Zhao. Commander, General, Commander Zhao. Commodore Zhao. Commodore Zhao. He got a promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. got a promotion. Yeah, I, I really do think this is specific to Japanese animation where they are very forgiving and it's super normalized to just cut away from the actual literal storytelling just to be like, here's an explicit yeah. Khan Academy video on this power. Yeah. You know? And I think um, they're just super blatant and explicit about here is literally this is not even part of the story. I'm just going <laughs> to give you factoids about the lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you see this in um, the commercial breaks of like Attack on Titan, yep. of mm-hmm. uh, of uh, Death Note, mm-hmm. of you know all these animes, um, including My Hero, where like they'll just show you like this hero, this hero's name, yeah, hero, yeah, yeah. hero's power name. This is the blurb on what the power does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in, uh, in One Piece, they do this where as a battle is w- waging, they do this in Attack on Titan 2. Yeah. They'll literally show you like a bird's the eye view points. of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish American cinema did that more. Yes, the I reason like that. that my, the reason that, I, that my favorite... I think it's arguably my favorite episode of American television ever. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Battle of the Bastards? Yes. On uh, Game of Thrones, uh, the penultimate episode of the penultimate season, mm-hmm. is because uh, they do an amazing job of showing you the the battle terrain from a bird's eye view. Yeah. Um, and to give you the context around, like, usually you just have to like believe that the battle was intense and like smart. Yeah. Like, you don't ever get to nerd out about the actual like military strategy yeah. of the people in these war movies. Yeah. Um, but you did in that uh, episode, and it was super rewarding. Yeah, totally. It, it, it just, whenever they do this, it, it makes you say in your mind, like whenever a character fails at something, a lot of the times in a, yeah. in a TV show, you're like, oh, they're just stupid. Like I could have, <laughs> uh, why did they yeah. do that? But when they lay out the battle plans for you, it's like you watching the show, you're like, Okay, like that makes sense. Um, I would probably do the same thing. And then when they get stumped and the the antagonists are one step ahead of them, it's like, oh shit! Like, I really they respect got, these antagonists yeah. for being as smart as they are. Using Game of Thrones as an example, this is when the show was smart. It was when they were doing the Battle of the Bastards, <laughs> and, then yeah. the, and then then there's the whole plan of, the, yeah, the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh, Danny Yikes. forgot about the Iron Fleet. 
Like, no, she didn't. Come on. You're just a lazy writer. Yeah. Like, fucking. It shows the holes in the show. You know, and speaking of Game of Thrones, we just want to shout out our latest sponsor, HBO, um, for sponsoring this episode. They really like what we're doing here. Uh, and although uh, and although they, they don't have the rights to Avatar um, for the animated series, series or the live action, they just really love what we do. So make sure that you... Um, subscribe to HBO Max. I'm sure many of you don't even know what that is. I really hope their advertising campaigns are working because <laughs> most of my friends do are not aware that that is a thing. Um, Wait, really? Yes. Most of my friends are like, what? what? Like, it's Dude, only the what? people that have HBO that are like, oh, it's called HBO Max now. And everyone else is like, what? To blatantly shit on our fake sponsors, like, yeah. HBO, HBO's products are often cited, cited as the case study in shitty uh, <laughs> consumer communications. Yeah, totally. Because they had, they had HBO Go. Yeah. They had, they had HBO, what, like, Now. now yeah. They had HBO. Yep. Like... And now they have HBO Max. Yeah. Like, come it, on. Like, no, no one knew the difference. I When I interned there in, like, 2016. Oh, that's right. That is what right. I told With, them. I was like, yeah. you need to cancel HBO Go and cancel HBO Now and just call it HBO. No one cares about these two different things. And they're like, yeah. everyone, all these, like, executives were like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then now I'm reading an article that's like, they're going to start phasing out HBO Go and everything is... Like the app on your phone is just going to be called HBO. Yeah. But dude. then you had, but then there's this part called HBO Max. Now you still have two products. Just call they're, it HBO. They're glaciers. Yeah. These media companies are glaciers, yeah. man. They've been in the, they've they're been in the business really- since the 70s. So that's episode five, folks. Thank you very much for watching. We just want to say thank you again to all of our listeners. Uh, again, we have not posted anything at the time of this recording. Um, but yes, please let us know any questions, comments, um, anything you want to see in the future episodes, and we'd be happy to implement that. And leave a review, yeah. please. Share it with your friends. Mm-hmm. Share it with an avatar lover, please. Um, any words of wisdom, Peter? Oh, you're from Kangarooville? I heard that place is pretty hopping. <laughs>